Hello, and what is going on, beautiful people? We've got an amazing show for you today. I am going to do my best to be concise because I am on a time limit, lots to cover, and I'll just invite you to come into a state of peace and coherence before we dive in with these beautiful cosmic chimes that are amazing. Mm. All right. Well, if you are new to this show, uh, please go over to mattbelair.com, sign up for the email list because YouTube is on me now. So only a tiny little bit of this is going to be on YouTube. You can get the full shows at mattbelair.com um, in the membership academy area with exclusive content. So please come on over there. Also library and all the other sites where censorship uh, isn't insane. The censorship is ramping up. It is in incredibly obviously obvious how the uh, big tech is weaponizing a certain agenda. Um, I just got wind of this conference of this, uh, what is he called? He's an economist. He's well, very well respected. I just learned about him from a friend of mine and he's doing a big conference right now exposing this stuff. And this is in his wheelhouse. It's actually something different. I'm going to show you guys and tell you more about that later, but it is this uh, kind of an exclusive scenario. So I can't say too much about it now, um, but I am going to go into some stuff. I'm going to talk about what's going on in the world and also why the coronavirus would have killed Socrates first. And so if you've looked at uh, what happened to Socrates, Socrates was put to death and he was put to death because apparently, this is what they were saying at the time, he was disrupting the minds of the youth. And if you've know anything about Socrates and his work, probably getting them to think for themselves. And he also denounced the gods of the day. So if you could imagine Socrates in our current state of affairs in the world, what do you think he would be saying right now? He would think for himself. He investigates. Um, he listens to both sides. He's very wise, but he just doesn't believe what you say because you say it. And especially if you're going to be manipulating him, um, he's probably going to, you know, he's going to challenge you on that and if you look at the world you know they would have killed socrates first his youtube channel would have gone down you know they would have deleted him and uh this is the absurdity of what we're seeing now and we live in those same times where we have certain people with power that want to influence and they want to bind and i love this definition by rudolf steiner anything that seeks to restrict or bind by definition is luciferian and so if you can imagine going out in the world you know what are you trying to do are you trying to encourage people are you trying to uplift people are you trying to give them freedoms are you trying to bind them now you know, you could say, oh, I'm binding them because it's for the highest good of all. Well, maybe maybe that's more of a virus. Maybe that's the mental manipulation. Maybe they need to, the right to choose, right? Just like when the um, Europeans came over and they see the Native Americans. Well, at first, I've discovered through some of my friends that the relationship with the French and the Native Americans was really good. And they actually could speak three or four languages and apparently one of the treaties between the Native Americans and the French was done on French land through a castle. Uh, you have to go back to my podcast with, um, I believe, Brian Francis talks about that, which is very interesting. And so I just kind of remember a little bit of what he said. I was like, oh, that's very, very fascinating. But then you flash forward and what happened is, is the British started to try and bind and restrict the Native Americans to the reserves and all this different stuff. And so, you know, you, there's always this guise about why you're doing these evil things. And so that's really the gauge of whether or not 
what you're doing is is positive and life affirming and maybe towards God and spirit or if it's Luciferian and you could say oh because it's protecting people that probably means that you've you've got some sort of um, you know blur in thinking a delusion when you live in Maya you you actually do believe that this is benefiting people but maybe it isn't and that's you know and so also the information is so important. Like when you learn a new piece of information, it's incredibly important. And so if we look at what's going on now, people are very afraid and they're being manipulated. So you could say, you know, I was having a discussion with my friend and I was like, well, you know, you could go out of a cave. Let's say we're cavemen and um, we leave the cave and all of a sudden somebody gets eaten by a lion. Like, holy crap, this big furry yellow thing just ate Doug and Doug is toast now. And so then they go back to the cave and, and somebody mandates, no one will ever leave this cave again. And they also rule everything in the cave. They're also the Kings and Queens and they, they get treated really well in the cave and everybody else has to do exactly what they say. And I'm like, Hey man, I want to go outside. Like, yeah, there's, there's this lion out there, this thing we don't understand. Um, you know, I, I still want to go out. So I want to evolve. I want to explore. I'd like to make my own choices, please, even though they might be dangerous. And so I go out and then all of a sudden I get some information on the lions and and uh, what they do. And then I'm like, okay, cool. How am I going to combat this? And then someone else comes out with me and then we, we get more information on the lions. Um, then maybe one of us, somebody else gets taken out. Maybe it's me. Who knows? I'm getting too curious and I get taken out by a lion, but you know, we keep evolving. We keep going out. We keep looking and eventually we make spears and then we realize that we can work together and then we can, um, you know, uh, nullify the lion's power, which they do in Africa. They actually have the uh, some amazing techniques there. And actually, Boyd Verdi was on, and he does uh, had a book on um, lessons from lion hunting, which was extraordinary. And what they're able to do with lions in Africa is, is amazing. And that's knowledge. That knowledge gives you the power to go outside of the cave, to go outside of the house. And so then when you look at uh, what's going on with the coronavirus and you actually look at the statistics and you realize that, um, you know, the survival rate of anyone under 19 or even 30 is 99 or 0.26, 99.97, something absurdly high. Um, then you also start to look at germ theory versus terrain theory, which is the origin of this argument. And then also the Flexner report and really understand what happened with modern medicine. And cause that's a very important information. It's going to give you more scope and understanding about what is happening. But if you're just stuck in, you're in the cave and lion is super frightening. Maybe the lion was a cat, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe that person, you know, they came back and manipulated you and said, Oh, this, this lion's super scary. And maybe it wasn't, maybe it was just like some tiny furry cat, you know? And so we have to believe some people, but the thing is a lot of the people in authority that we're supposed to be believing don't have our best interests at heart. And this was something that I had to really come to grips with when I was younger. And I wanted to understand why we had war and starvation. It doesn't make any sense why on this planet we still have war and starvation uh, to me anyway. So something is going on. And then I learned about these systems and I learned about these people that actually don't have our best interests at heart. And if you go right down to the bottom of that rabbit hole, it gets into literally Luciferianism, uh, satanic ritual uh, sacrifice and human trafficking at a mass scale. And that's intense and it's super dark. And I remember learning about it. Nobody ever wanted to talk about it. Nobody ever wanted to do anything about it. And so I think that we need to, we, we need, and from, I'm always looking for solutions. And so some people in the spiritual community, they're like, you know, and I've had this debate with some people that have kind of, um, you know, shared this with me. They're saying, oh, well, you just remain positive and you create your reality and, um, you know, and that's what it is. And that's not real for you. Well, yeah, I, I agree, but there's also nuances to that. And so um, there's, you know, in the church of uh, 
of Satan, they talk about solipsism and also, um, which is which is confusing but it's basically you're the only one in the universe you know whatever you do you know you're the only one it doesn't affect the environment no of course it affects the environment and what they want to promote is that you know this passivity right you don't you don't act it's like i'm going down the street and all of a sudden um a a little girl is about to get hit by a car and I don't do anything because the universe just unfolds. No, there is time for action. It is a duality. It's a balance. And that's why I really gravitate towards martial arts because yeah, I see, I saw people who could break stone with two fingers, but guess what? They used energy and, and meditation and all of that with hard training, poking trees with their fingers for years of extraordinary grounded discipline. And in my view, I think that when we shine light on what the problem is, then we can build and act on the solutions. It's going to take action. It's going to take awareness. Um, I personally don't subscribe to the you know wish it all away. I think that is a very privileged way to uh, think and operate. And because I've spoken with Native Amer- Americans who you know don't really believe in that philosophy they need it they're very 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 grounded in their approach so it's this balance it's not one all the way you know uh or all the way on the other side so i hope that makes sense it's a little bit of a a rant let me know if it makes sense to you so we're going to go into some share screen and brave browser and i'm going to walk you through some of this all right so i'm in the world and economic forum here where they are talking about how we got to battle misinformation right so here's his tweet that he goes here and if you go into world economic forum this is essentially their map for the new world order which exists in plain sight and more and more people are waking up to it so let's listen to this guy here and he's talking about we got to battle misinformation, right? And they got pledged to pause. So they always have their propaganda hashtags, which they're very good at. They say, you know, you want it to have three words, so pledge to pause, easy to remember. And, uh, you know, underneath here we go, uh, aren't you aware of the killing in Nigeria? Now, I wasn't aware of this until I looked this up. Um, you know, so what's going on in Nigeria is uh, – Tens of thousands of or 200 people could die every day unless they receive urgent food and aid. So let's go on the common sense thing here when I was trying to talk to my buddy about some common sense about what's going on. So what would define a pandemic? Uh, Well, you would think there would be a certain amount of deaths, right? Like how many more deaths would you have in a pandemic? And I said, how many would you need? And he goes, oh, you know, an extra 100,000 of like your average morbidity, right? Because we, we live and we die. And let's say around the world, a million people die every year. So if you're in a pandemic, maybe 1.5 million people died rather than 1 million. Well, um, and somebody, you know, there was a troll that posted in one of the YouTube comments before they actually deleted, started giving me a strike and deleted the whole video. So this is from Johns Hopkins here. You can watch this whole video. I will link it in the description, but basically it says, uh, that there is no increase in overall morbidity. So if you look at the deaths, uh, 2013, 2500, 2014, 26, 2015, 27, 27, 28, 28, 2019, 28, uh, uh, 2.8 million, and 2020, uh, so far, 2.5 million. So it's kind of right on track. And you can read this whole article. I'm not going to do all your research for you, but this is from Green Med Info, who was also deleted, putting out amazing information on alternative health and truth. And you can go through this and you can watch this whole video for yourself. See, and then this butthole comes up, um, you know, Z Dog, who is basically a paid shill and uh, it's complete nonsense. But, you know, look at the other side too and form your own opinion. See if it's reasonable. So if we have a pandemic, there should be an increase in, in overall morbidities. And this article and this video from Johns Hopkins 
says that there is no massive, there is actually no increase in overall morbidity. So that's the first thing about being in a pandemic, right? The second thing would be what's the death rate? Like how, how dangerous are these lions in that analogy? Well, this is a nice synopsis, zero to 19, 99.997 chance of survival, um, 20 to 49, 99.98. Those are pretty good odds. 50 to 69, 99.5 and 70 plus is 94.6. You know, it's not so great there, but in Canada, they discovered that 98% of deaths came in long-term care. And they have an average of 2.6 existing comorbidities. So you put mom and pop in the, in the long-term care, and then um, they pass away and they've got you know lung disease, different things like that, heart disease, whatever the case is. They do the test on COVID, which there was a ruling in Portugal saying they ruled in courts that the test was ineffective. And if you look up the PCR test and you, and you use logic and reason, you know for sure that the PCR test is complete nonsense. So you're dying of, a, of an illness, and then they're saying it's because of coronavirus, it's with coronavirus. And so that's a very big distinction on what is going on, and should we be afraid of this pandemic? So then if you want to really think about it, right, we've got um, – real problem going on, you know, Bill Gates and these world elite and all the people on the left that are, you know, and it's not a left or right. It's truth. It's not, it's not Trump versus Biden. It's the truth. You know, Biden might say the truth. Trump might say the truth. Biden might say a lie. Trump might say a lie. You take it as it is. And if somebody's continuously lying to you and manipulating you, um, then you want to be mindful of that. But, you know, look, Clifford Mahuti said, look at what you do. Like, look at what the actions are. And he's a Zuni elder who worked in the government for 40 years. And uh, him and David Lombear Senapas, another Native American elder, were uh, for Trump. And every time they would say that in the States, people would get upset about it. And I, I didn't care at the time. You know, I, I'm not left or right. I'm, I'm Canadian. I'm for the truth. But I thought it was fascinating. And Clifford also said that, you know, these people are so evil in the government and around the world that they'll take down the whole plane to kill one person and that was his analogy they would they would release this you know and he called it a, you know this fake thing or, or possibly made in a lab he's like they would do that to take out one person and, and Clifford talked to me in March about how this was about the presidency and so he's another person that I I respect his opinion and when you take the time to do the research you, you realize that there's a, a lot of evidence for that it, it starts to line up but you've got to take the time and energy and effort to do that kind of research and like I said I'm probably f- over 400 hours in since March. Um, it hasn't been a very pleasant period of my life because I prefer to um, look at human optimization and growth and, and uh, building Atlantis in a better world. But, you know, trying times, you know, war times, basically. So we got uh, 200 people could die every day unless they receive urgent food aid. So we're so focused on these billions of dollars for vaccines. You know, Bill Gates is some sort of philanthropist with billions of dollars. You know, the cure for the cure, cure for starvation is food. So what is going on? So we got this. Um, coronavirus going around with a 99.9% survival rate, um, but we got 9.1 million people every year dying of starvation. What is the difference between 9.1? And then if you looked at the CDC, they said actually died of coronavirus, so actually 8,000 in the state. So you got 8,000, even if you went 200,000, what they're saying, even if you went 500,000, a pandemic, uh, I, would, I would rather die of old age of the flu than of starvation at a young age. And that's what's actually going on. This is actually the actual information of, of what is happening in the world. So you can check out this John Hopkins presentation that's unlisted. And this is what's going on in um, in Africa right now, in Nigeria. Pe- people are dying and they're going to be, you know, ending, they're going to be uh, 
dying of starvation. A lot of people are asking for help from the UN, but you know, I don't know if the UN is an actual uh, good agency. You know, I think that it goes into Agenda 21, like these global goals. And a friend of mine actually, who's at this conference, just talks. He's like, "Hey, what do you know about Agenda 2030?" She's like, "I heard it was uh, actually not good, but then I read it and it sounds good." I was like, "Well, that's what they always do is they just dress it up to make it sound good." But when you pick it up, that's what I thought right away. I was like, "Oh, this is, sounds amazing." Um, but then you dive a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper, and you're like, "Oh man, like this is not good at all." So um, that's part of you know United Nations, John's. Hopkins, um, Event 201, World Economic Forum, all that different stuff, they're all together. So uh, this is, I want to just play this uh, quick little intro. Thank you so much, Dollar Vigilante. Check him out. He, he does the best little uh, intros. Um, so I'm going to just play this here. Blue shots and bad blue shots are just like the cowards of our lives. Why will fluoride be in a vaccine? Because it's synergistically toxic with the aluminum and the mercury in those vaccines. This is a death program. If you take that vaccine vial and break it, you have to dispose of that as hazardous waste. You have to evacuate the building. The government can't make decisions on what I do to my body and my children's body. Vigilante and also uh, I don't even know what that is. Edu Truth Hurry. I look for the link down here. Check him out on Library. dot com. He always has some interesting stuff. Um, so yeah, so this is a full on vaccine agenda. If you don't know that already, if it, I'm curious how many of those people you knew. Um, there's also Doctor Seb. I think that's his name. Seb. He's so fascinating. Um, you know, such an interesting guy. And actually, the guy who wrote the book uh, natural cures is in is in jail they jailed him for for writing that book and 
it had a bunch of information about the global healthcare mafia. And that's his name's Trudeau, I think. Uh, Trudeau Natural Cures. Yeah, he's in he's in jail. And, uh, you know, what they call him is a conspiracy. Well, you can read that book and he knew exactly what was going on and um, sold millions of coffees and exposed a lot of stuff. But, uh, you know, they basically basically wrongfully put him in jail. So this is serious stuff. Uh, Dr. Bear Lando, uh, new friends who's been on the podcast that got killed. He was basically curing people of cancer and he told his friend not to say that because he knew how dangerous it was. And uh, his friend ended up getting murdered with his whole family in, in, uh, in California. So this isn't a game. This is this is real, real stuff that most people don't want to look at. And my apologies for having to bring it up and show it to you. So I got nine minutes left. I got to wrap this up pretty quick. So what else is going on? So we got um, this is this is okay. So I just learned about Dark Dark Outpost. He's basically saying that there's mass arrests going on. Obama, Biden, CIA um, for espionage. So I have heard that you know these evil people are getting um, arrested and we haven't heard a lot about it because they have to uh, remain quite um, hidden not to show their hand and so I've been hearing about this for months so let's I'm just hoping it's true it's a little bit of hope I did watch this entire video it there are s some it's definitely plausible and uh, where I'm getting the information from and the people who um, are sending this to me, they're actually very well connected to uh, a bunch of people as well in different organizations that I can't speak about just because of um, confidentiality and their work and who they are and all that kind of stuff. But I do trust them and what they do for work is, is quite phenomenal. So it gives me hope because, you know, I'm looking out here, we've got despair. So, you know, then we got um, this, this here with the uh, governor Como. Neil Gorsuch bitch, bitch slapping. I know I do. The only explanation for treating religious places differently seems to be a judgment that what happens there just isn't as essential as what happens in secular spaces. Indeed, the governor is remarkably frank about this. In his judgment, laundry and liquor, travel and tools are all essential, while traditional religious exercises are not. That is exactly the kind of discrimination the First Amendment forbids. We all know that Andrew so, you know, this is a ruling that happened in New York that's important to say that churches could open, but it's the same thing going on in, in China, Canada. How come this guy, Adam's Barbecue, can't open, but Costco and Walmart are open every day and the liquor stores open every day? Uh, you know, like it, it doesn't make any sense. We also know that healthy people, which they keep trying to say asymptomatic, healthy people don't spread. And we know that the fatality rate is incredibly low and we know masks don't work and social distancing don't work. So when you apply common sense, um, you know, it becomes very, very obvious. There's a clip that I, I wanna, wanted to find about um, showing a whole bunch of governors basically saying, you know, don't, don't dine out doing this. And they're traveling in Mexico. They're doing all these different things. So you've got all these governors in the states that are saying, you know, enforce these. Don't have uh, Thanksgiving. Don't have people over. Don't have all this stuff. But then, a lot, then they're doing it. And, and none of it makes any sense whatsoever unless you are very afraid and you have amygdala hijack, which some people do. So you have to sh prove the death rate is more than 0.26 which is that's all the data we have. And you have to prove there's an increase in morbidity. There's an actual pandemic. And you have to prove that's more important than um, you know, the 9.1 million people who are starving to death. And we must have this vaccine. We have had a flu vaccine for years and we still have the flu. How does that make any sense? So what this is about when you understand it is a goal to vaccinate everybody for the rest of their life and have these um, 
these uh, digital passports, which is and, and put it and then basically put all your income and all that stuff on there. And we know that because it is on their websites uh, here. You can go to World Economic Forum and then you can go through this um, you know, this interactive map that they have for you and you can kind of check it out in glorious detail what they'd like to do or you can check out Klaus Schwab's book um, and you have to make an account, which I did so I could see, you know, I, I can keep up to date what they want to do. So it's pretty intense. So then we got, all right, so we've got these poll challengers, right? So people are saying there's no election fraud. You know, again, a good friend of mine said that. I'm like, that. that's totally ridiculous. Um, and what you'll find is here, let me just show you like a, a little bit of honesty, like th what the difference is about people. Look at people's demeanors. What do they have to gain? This girl coming out has nothing to gain and everything to lose. So that's something to consider. But here, just watch this quick clip. What right. the concerns are? A point of order. I'm sorry. Do you have a point of order? Yes. What is your point of order? Point of order is to have them under oath. You're out of order. As I've said, this is something that is not done here in this state. Um, it's really only. Uh, it may not be not done under court. the state, this but you're allowing people to come in here and lie, and I know they're lying. Representative, uh, you're out of order. I've given, I've indulged you, but you're out of order, and we're going to move on. And on behalf of my witnesses, I would like to point out that every single witness we've presented here has sworn an affidavit as to all of these facts. And so... Representative, please, uh, I gave you some room there, but we're going to move on. Uh, we're going to go May, may I say something, please? Sure. If that is what you want me to do, I would do it. And I will still repeat the exact same thing I watched. And you know what? I also want to say one thing. If it is a lie, it may change because a liar has to have a lot of memory power. If it is truth, you can ask me in the middle of the night, it will still be the same. All right. I'm going to take this here. Uh... Mike. So, you know, basically, if you watch some of these hearings and you see these people that they're losing their jobs, they're, they're, they're facing all these kinds of consequences, they're willing to go under oath, they're willing to do all of these different things. And so there are thousands of these people, there's, there's video footage, there's so much stuff about election fraud. So you got to, you know, there's enough to take it seriously. But you've got this one girl who's always like, you're a liar, you know, the left is like, you're a liar, oh, you're an idiot, you're a tinfoil hat wearer, you're a flat earther, you're like, you know, all this stuff, and they just shame and guilt and total nonsense where when you see the other side, they're presenting evidence and just speaking it as it is. And so now you can go and what's happening as well. Get a load of oh, this. Oh man, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to be able to get to it all because I got to jump off the call. Um, okay, where is it? Darn. Um, okay, so James O'Keefe uh, is just released CNN. You know what they're, he, he basically got uh, two months of undercover footage of CNN and they're complete, baloney if you didn't already know it was fake news um it's just an agenda machine and so now it's being exposed and you can look at people like you don't have to agree with everyone all the time you shouldn't you have your own view you should do your own research but look at people's demeanors why they're sharing what they're sharing um check out the argument they're making and it's so clear it's so clear now that there's like this overt grossness that is trying to dispel anything coming out but if you look at the people that are you know like james o'keefe and like the work he's done to expose fraud and corruption you know you don't have to like the guy but then you hear um you know i don't even know the name the name is something tucker the the c the owner um you could tell it's just like this biased nonsense and so 
Uh, this is where I'm going to have to go, but I highly recommend checking out this, this video. Tonight, I'm authorizing the city Hosted to shut off Joe Los Rogan. Angeles Department of Water and Power Service in the egregious cases in which houses, businesses, and other venues are hosting unpermitted large gatherings. For those that don't know, this is the mayor of Los Angeles, the guy who said he'd shut your water and electric off if you have too many people at your house. Yeah, recreating Woodstock 69 on Hollywood Boulevard's okay, though. He doesn't have anything to say about that. Nah, he joins it. I want to invite the leaders of this organization inside so we can continue a conversation. But the the moment he catches wind that Cousin Eddie's coming over, that's when he'll take your basic life essentials away. <laughs> so this video is awesome. I'll link it up. That's on Joe Rogan. Uh, I'll share some of the other stuff. Um, so yeah, so if you like this video, uh, you got to join the Academy um, because I'm not posting this on YouTube. It's not going out anywhere. It's all going in-house because it's intense. They're censoring everyone. You know, with the BLM stuff, it's just the truth. And that's what I posted on Twitter today. I said, hey, yeah, I'm not left or right. I'm for the truth. And I figure out, you know, the origins of Black Lives Matter and how they fund it and all that kind of stuff. That matters. You know, it matters if it's funded by George Soros. It matters if the movement gets hijacked and um, is for political gain that you can then verify. And Clifford Mahoudi, the Native uh, Native American elder of Zuni and Hopi tribe, he, he talked about Black Lives Matter and he knew right away. He's like, no, it's a political organization. I was there at the beginning and, and we know what they're doing. It has nothing to do with uh, equality and, and black rights. It has everything to do with uh, political gain. And so, you know, it, lots and lots of people are saying it and then you can look at it and verify it for yourself because obviously we want equality. Everybody wants that. We want uh, you know, we, we want people to be kind and to be good and to have equal rights. Everybody wants that. But you can also use that empathy and weaponize it. And that's actually what's happening. So you need to take the time to do some research. Um, so this is my attempt at a quick video. I hope that you enjoyed those links. Please support the show by sharing, sharing mini clips, doing what you can to get out there. Join the Academy. Go to mattbelair.com. You'll see a link there that'll bring you into um, the Academy and where I'm posting all the videos uncensored, where you can get them. Follow me on Telegram. I'm posting a lot of stuff over there I'm, I'm, I'm on current events. Also, just released the Quantum Heart Hypnosis, which I want to connect people to their dharma, to their life purpose, because it's naturally cooperative and cohesive. And we'll be launching a brand new Super dope, amazing group collective um, alliance coaching going into this year because it is imperative. And so if you're interested in that, just hit me up, Matt at zenathlete.com, and uh, we'll keep you posted on all that. So thank you so much for watching this video. Have an amazing day, and we will see you in the next one. Terrible announcer, boys. Peace.